Hey, everybody, this is Shannon Lackey uh, back with you here with Mind Over Marketing. And today we are going to discuss the trends for social media and digital marketing in 2021. Uh, I mean, an important part of your marketing strategy is obviously social media and digital marketing. And we're just going to go over 10 different items for you to focus on in 2021. If you don't have time or energy to do all of them, it's okay. You don't need to eat the whole elephant. You just got to pick one and take off a bite and you should be, you know, doing better than you are if you're not doing anything right now. Uh, so number one, I have social media is definitely growing as a search engine. And one of the best places that you can improve your strategy this year is with LinkedIn with using it as um, kind of an SEO because you can use keywords in the captions and people are going to search that. So if you've ever looked in the explore page or the search field, uh, people go on there to find workouts. They go on there to find, you know, cooking, different things like that. I actually have somebody who is a friend of mine and she told me the other day, like, oh yeah, I always search Instagram to find recipes and I search Instagram to find my recipes and um, my workouts and things like that. So People are using it, so they're definitely using it. So just make sure you know your niche, make sure you know the types of keywords they're gonna be searching for, put them in your captions, not just hashtags. Hashtags are good, but use those captions. Um, another thing that's kind of changing with that is, I had always heard, you know, and a lot, a lot of marketers say, follow niche accounts so that that way you'll get more followers and you'll get boosted on Instagram. I tend to lean away from that only because if my goal is to attract, uh, you know, new clients and let's say I'm a personal trainer, if I follow a bunch of other personal trainers, those are the people that are going to be seeing my posts and a bunch of other personal trainers. And it's probably going to recommend me to other personal trainers. And that's not who I want to sell to. I want to sell to regular people who aren't personal trainers that need my services. So I would usually have people um, find one of their clients and then go in and follow a bunch of their friends and interact with them or find a, a local business that might be a good referral source and interact with the people following that account. That's typically what I recommended, especially if it's a local based business. If you're not somebody who's trying to, um, if you're not like a coach for a personal trainer on how to run a personal trainer business, then I would have them follow the clients. However, with the new changes, with this being a search engine, it is recommended to start following people in your niche so that that way the platform recognizes you as that and will start recommending your page and content when somebody does a search. It'll be able to identify you as a personal trainer, just as an example. So I haven't really played around with that recently. I am going to run some tests. And after I do some tests, I'll let you guys know, you know how it's working and stuff but just something to consider with your Instagram strategy. Uh, number two for 2021, uh, we are going to have an episode come out that talks a little bit more about video, but for uh, Instagram, I would say focus on reels for sure. It's already shown that the organic reach on Instagram reels is higher. It's just like when stories came out and you know the organic reach on posts dropped and you started to see a lot more reach on the stories. Same thing with Reels. They're wanting to compete with TikTok. If you're not sure what to do on Reels, that's okay. We don't have to be creative geniuses. Um, there's so many people out there. You don't need to reinvent the wheel at all. 
jump on TikTok. Don't worry about making anything on TikTok. If you're a little bit weary or you're nervous, just see what people are doing out there. And now there's actually more people on reels. Start looking to see what they're doing and then follow the trends. You know, success doesn't lie. It leaves clues. So if there's something about a particular TikTok or a reel that people are liking, you just have to figure out what that element is and then put your own little spit on it. So um, a good example, I can't remember the guy now off the top of my head, but he was the skateboarder guy who was drinking the cranberry juice. If you guys don't know who he is, I'll, I'll find the name and I'll try to put it in the description. But uh, if you saw that video, that went viral. Like Stevie Nicks even went on and started singing because he was using one of her songs, like the Fleetwood Mac song. And the cranberry juice company got involved. I mean, it just became pretty viral. Uh, people started doing their own version with like martinis or Pepsi or lemonade or whatever it was that was their drink of choice. Uh, if you didn't see it, he was he was skateboarding and singing and drinking out of this cranberry juice jug all at the same time. And I don't know, people loved it. So you could do your own version, do your own drink of choice, um, do your own activity, whatever the case may be. Just give it a shot. Don't be afraid to experiment at all. Um, if you're really concerned, like, I don't think I could do this, a good mental note, and that's what we're here to discuss is kind of how to get you guys over some of those mental blocks and mental hurdles. 15 seconds, guys, that's it. Just 15 seconds. That's what performs better on Instagram reels. They've done tests and the 30 second ones, you can do them. You can do 30 seconds. You can do a minute um, for different video content, but 15 seconds, that's all you need to do. It could be a quick little explainer video. Um, I'm going to actually, you know, throw something out. I was talking to with um, the owners here over at Powerhouse Podcasting, you know, we want to help people, right? We're in the business of marketing. They're in the business of podcasting. They want to help people get started with um, marketing their business through podcast. So how do you how do you get the message across to people? Well, you can do an explainer video in TikTok or Instagram Reels. They have text. If you can add some text, great. Do a short little video of setting up the... Um, I'm still learning myself, honestly, but where they connect you to all the feeds, I guess I'm still there. They're teaching me over here quite a bit, but you could do a video of how to do that. Throw some text up, um, do a video with how the mic works or whatever the case may be teaching people how to podcast. And you could do it in short little 15 second bits. So that's just one example that can be done as an explainer video using Instagram reels. So don't be afraid. Just give it a shot. Um, the people will let you know if it's good or not. <laughs> so you just got to give it a shot. And you can always take something down. If you hate it or it's getting bad comments, delete. There's always a delete button. So don't be afraid. Um, another thing that's really cool is the green screen effect. I would definitely recommend testing that out. If let's say you're in the business of creating something like an artist or you do web design or something like that, throw the green screen up show um, your portfolio behind you, kind of walk people through why you did it or, you know, why the design is good. This applies to so many different types of businesses. You guys, this is just one example, but don't be afraid to test that out either. Okay. So next, um, oh, the other thing is we are going to be doing some YouTube videos. And so just check out the link in the description and we will be releasing Instagram videos to show you the technical side of, or I'm sorry, not Instagram videos, YouTube videos to show you the technical side of 
some of the things we're discussing at a higher level today. So if you're like, Shannon, I just, you know, I, I get it. I get the idea, but my hurdle isn't that I don't know what to come up with. It's that I don't know how to put this thing together. I don't know what buttons to hit. I'm afraid I'm going to send something out into the universe and not, I'm not going to be able to delete it fast enough. That's okay. We're going to walk you through this in YouTube. So if you need a little more of that technical support, just check out the YouTube channel and you should be able to find what you need there. Um, or message us and we'll, you know, we'll take suggestions. If we get enough people interested, we'll make another podcast. We'll make another YouTube video. So you guys just let us know what you need. Uh, let's see. Okay. Number three, we're already on to number three. So pivoting to online, obviously COVID has had a huge impact on businesses this year. Um, in some ways it's been really good. I think there've been a lot of great businesses that have started out of this. I think a lot of businesses that are going to be really big in the future are in their infancy right now. And we're going to see a lot of great things because, you know, people, some people fail in times of hardship, but a lot of people flourish. Also, sometimes you get comfortable and you don't really know that you are capable of a whole lot more until you have to be pushed to that limit. It's kind of like, you know, are you going to jump or not jump? You know, when the flames are getting close, what are you going to do? You know? So I think some people finally jumped and took that leap of faith that they should have been taking for a long time. They were just too afraid to do so. Again, another mental hurdle. Um, I, I'm actually a great example of that. I I didn't pivot really. I was with a Fortune Top 50 company for over 13 years and I liked my career, but towards the end, I kind of saw things changing and I knew that my passions and my goals and things like that just weren't aligning anymore. It wasn't that the company wasn't a good company or anything. It's just that alignment wasn't there and I could feel myself being pulled a different direction. And even though, you know, I, I kind of dabbled and looked to make that pivot, I didn't do it until I knew that, that my company was going to be leaving within a year. Right. I, I actually jumped a little sooner than a lot of people. Uh, but it really took a lot for me to make that leap. And so I'm, I'm glad I did. And I hope that you guys, um, you know, find the courage to make that pivot for your business as well, because you just never know. I mean, if you don't try, you're never going to know you're going to miss anyways. And so with that, this year has given people a lot of opportunities to pivot. If you sell anything at all, any type of retail product, Facebook and Instagram have now provided, um, Facebook shopping and Instagram shopping to where you don't even have to have a website anymore. You could have a website. So what, what this is, is in a nutshell, if you've ever been on Instagram or Facebook and you've seen something that's like buy now, or you click on a picture and it pops up a little tag where you can click on it. It gives you the price or some info about the product. And then it lets you go to a page. It's either going to be a website or now it's going to be like your Facebook catalog that you have of all your products. People can look at all the information and they can buy right then and there. Um, I just built out an e-commerce platform for a jewelry business this year. And there are tons of different websites and ways to do this. You can customize it, or you can even go as simple as like a GoDaddy website builder can do e-commerce. A Wix website can do e-commerce. It's pretty simple. If you guys can use word, um, or you've done any kind of data entry, there's tools out there that make it so simple for you to literally just type in a description of a product. It'll say add image. You load the image. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of data entry, but it's totally doable. So 
you can do it on the website, or now you can do the same type of data entry right into Facebook. It lets you build your catalog right there. People never have to leave the platform. I have another client who was looking to do this with his store. So it's just something that is easily attainable for sure. Um, if you're starting something at home, uh, I have some other clients that I work with. They've created more of a crafty type business through all of this. You can easily sell these items through Instagram online. Just take a look at it. Um, don't, don't turn Basically, don't give up, guys. There's a lot of brick and mortars out there that are worried or they're scrambling. Like, just study your options and get on there, okay? Um, the other thing with that is you can retarget to people when you're online. So if you have a website, um, the good thing about having a website is with different digital campaigns like Google ads or different Facebook ads, you can retarget. However, I am going to do a separate podcast because there have been a lot of changes with privacy policies this last year. And iOS 14 apps have some major policy changes coming out that, from my understanding, are like even discouraging people to share their private information. That is going to be a challenge with Facebook ads. Costs are going to go up a little bit. Um, I'm still researching this topic and going through the process of transitioning our stuff so that we're prepared and making the adjustments. So as soon as I get in the weeds a little bit more on that and can really speak to it at a higher level, I'm definitely going to do a podcast on that for you guys because it's very important. Basically, just be aware that there are some privacy changes with your marketing this year. So number four, <laughs> I'm like, we'll just, we'll go down the checklist. So on to number four, you guys, we are still in that phase of having to humanize our brand. Okay. That's, that's not really even a phase. It's just never going to go away. So people want to see other people on there. If you have a business and you have employees, okay, maybe you don't have one person who's the face, get your employees on there, have them do a takeover, you know, let them talk a little bit about themselves, their core values, like why, why they love working for you and what a day at the company is like. I mean, it's something that people want to connect with. There's a reason. I have so many people that I talk to, whether it's just like after teaching a class or, you know, giving a talk or something like that, that come up and they have these ideas. And a lot of times they they're stuck in wanting to do that traditional marketing. Like I want to get on a video and do it just like a commercial, you know, well, people don't want to be sold to, they want to talk to you. They want to have a conversation. If you can get the conversations going and be more human and you know, it's not like calling a call center and you get an automated message. People don't really want that. They want to talk to a human being. So it's the same thing with social media. Don't just give them an automated message. Give them a human being. Um, let them get to know and like the company. So a great example of a way you can do that, too, if, you're, if your clients are willing, 
is instead of doing a graphic or a screenshot of a review, I see people do this all the time. I've done it for clients myself, but if we can get access to someone who has used your business and is willing to get on camera and give a testimonial, that right there is going to speak volumes. Um, if they post it on their page, you know, we consider that user generated content. They tag you, you reshare it. That right there is going to speak volumes. You didn't even ask them to. So, um, that's just something to consider. Let's, let's humanize it a little bit more for sure. And then number five, <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit more about Facebook ads. So I mentioned that there are some big changes with Facebook ads coming. Uh, if you are new to Facebook ads, that's okay. Again, everything's changing. So it's kind of like you're starting from scratch again with everybody else. We're having to relearn what works, what doesn't work. So I even recommend just checking out Facebook for business and look up ads. They have tons of knowledge. They don't really have examples of what's worked and what's not worked, but they will give you the basics and the technical rundown. So make sure you have the basics for ads. Be willing to experiment this year because our economy has changed so much. Um, our behaviors have changed so much. You've got kids at home doing online school. You know, they're surfing the web a little bit. You know, parents are working all weird schedules. I mean, this is not, you know, what we're used to. It's, I would say it's not normal, but now that we've been into it for, I don't know, God knows how many months, but it's becoming our new normal, unfortunately. And until things change as a business owner, you need to know what those behaviors look like and you need to adapt to meet people where they're at. So um, I've even noticed a change in our peak times of when people are active online. So I'm having to adapt a little bit to that. It seems like they're on a little bit earlier versus later, which kind of makes sense because if you were in an office environment more, you're off your phone, you know, unless you're on a break or lunch, Ho hopefully your employees are off their phone and then they go home and at night is when they're on their phones. But now I'm seeing it now that they're home, they're online <laughs> a little earlier. So I don't know what that's about. I'm not trying to rat out any employees or anything like that, but I've definitely seen, seen it creep up a little earlier. So it's something to take a look at. Um, yeah, just, you know, stay up to date on the privacy policy stuff. Um, another really exciting thing for Facebook ads is there was this 20% rule and as far as I know, it hasn't like been officially announced that it's not a rule anymore, but what the 20% rule was, your image or ad shouldn't have more than 20% text on it. So a lot of times you'll see those videos where there's text just on the top and just on the bottom and then the person's face just in the middle, right? An image or, or a video right in the middle. And that was why. It's because you're trying to get less than 20% text on there. But um, now, They've removed that. So you can experiment with some bigger, bolder text and, you know, just give it a shot, see how it goes. And I'm going to do some tests too, and I'll let you know how they perform. If I find something that works really well, we'll definitely share that with you here. Number six, we're getting close to the end. We're more than halfway through for your 10 tips for 2021. And number six is all about LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, I'm, I myself have a client who's wanting to use LinkedIn more this year. And so we're going to be doing some deeper dives on this. And I look forward to talking about it because LinkedIn is what really got me started with social media. We were able to recruit people um, for a business opportunity using LinkedIn. Now it has evolved so much. Um, they're adding different features like lives. They're adding events. Um, they've added polls. 
things that you can use to really start the conversation and engage with people. The free organic reach is better right now. I mean, people are jumping on. So take advantage of that before they start doing paid stuff. I mean, I'm sure, uh, I mean, they do paid stuff now, but I'm sure it's going to get more competitive because they're looking for ways to reach out to small to medium sized businesses and really help them grow their community. So with any business, you know, you can generate ad revenue. I, I don't foresee them ever not wanting to grow more in that space. So eventually it's going to get more competitive. Like any of these platforms, you may as well take advantage of it while it is this way. So I used to not recommend that people get too heavy on the business page either. I would usually tell them to like post the content on the business page and then share it to your personal page. But that was simply because of like the smaller to medium sized businesses resources, um, who they were trying to reach, that type of stuff. It was great for bigger companies, but I think this year you definitely want to start working the business page because as they roll out new features, like you just want to be familiar with it, have some good content out there. I think we're going to see some improvements in that space. So just keep an eye on that. Um, number seven, building relationships. Okay. This, this isn't going to change. Um, I mean, you want to engage with groups. You want to engage with direct messages privately your regular post, you can form relationships on comments in a regular post, but where you really make that deeper connection is in a very hyper-focused group. So for example, uh, Bakersfield Moms has a group or Facebook has a group called Bakersfield Moms, Bakersfield Moms Official or something like that. I'm a member of it. And I don't even remember why I jumped in there, or how I got invited, but I will tell you that it's a really large community of mothers, women that all get together. And the main focus is typically your kids, right? It's a mom group. So it's like, hey, where are the good spots for kids to go? Um, has anybody had a problem with this daycare or babysitter? Or, hey, has anybody's child gotten this kind of illness lately? Like the doctor doesn't know what it is. You know, different things like that. Just mom stuff, right? Nothing too exciting. However, the group has evolved to like women helping other women. Like if other moms have fallen on hard times, they're helping each other. If they're having, um, you know, different issues, like I mean, I'm going to keep everything private, obviously don't want to violate any group rules, but people get pretty vulnerable on there too and share things because it's almost like, you know, where else do you have to go? Like as a mom and if you're working and you're living in a pandemic, like you're kind of isolated, right? Like you're busy. You don't have a whole lot of time. So you have this group, maybe when your kid's taking like a 15 minute nap or something, you can jump on there and connect with people and it, and you form real friendships. A lot of these people get together in person. I even met one at the park one time, didn't even know she was in the group. And, you know, now we connect every so often on social just because we happen to meet at the park, our kids played together. So, I mean, that is how you build the relationships with social. It's not about posting something, walking away from it and thinking you're going to get business overnight or thinking that you're going to get referrals. You really have to nurture those relationships just like you would in person. So that that's not changing for 2021, guys. Um, yeah, so definitely check that out. Number nine, uh, it's not just young people online anymore. Baby boomers are definitely online and the marketers that are taking advantage of that and like more power to them. I give them props. Um, you know, we've definitely targeted some different groups. It depends on who your market is and who your niche is. My point for number nine is just don't count them out. You definitely don't want to forget about the different age demographics because they're jumping on, they're getting online. 
and they want they want to see what's out there. They're buyers too. They buy stuff. They've got buying power. So definitely look into that. Number 10, listen to, or I'm sorry, I think I skipped number eight, you guys. <laughs> so, so we're going to call the last one number eight. We're going to go on to number nine, and then I'm going to leave you with number 10. So um, number nine, um, point oh, or point one, I don't know. <laughs> so we'll just say number number. Number social listening. That's what it's called. I'll just call, tell you what it is. The topic is social listening. And you really want to pay attention to what's in the comments. You want to pay attention to what's trending. You want to listen to what people are telling you socially on social media. Um, there's even reports and alerts that you can set if your business name is being used. We can do a video on that as well. Um, maybe, you know, go to our YouTube and leave some comments and let me know what you guys are interested in or shoot us a message and just let us know this is something you want to know more about. But it's not hard. I mean, go to your, look and see what are your followers posting? Typically there's trends. You just really have to pay attention and analyze that. Um, you, if you look in the comments at how people are interacting, there's a lot that you can learn from that. That right there is going to drive your content as well. So, I mean, you just, you just gotta be listening. You gotta, you gotta have your eyes open. You gotta have your ears open and see what the people want. And I was just talking to somebody about this earlier today. Like we want to tell people what we want them to hear while they're sitting there looking at cat videos all day, you know, or baby videos. So if that's what they want, how can you sneak in your pitch with a cute baby? You know what I mean? Or how can you sneak in your pitch with a funny cat? There's a way to be creative and get their attention and don't be afraid of, you know, looking for lack of a better term, dumb. Like a lot of people tell me, Oh, I don't want to look dumb. Right. Well, what about looking like you have a lack of innovation? What about looking fearful? Like you're so buttoned up. I mean, we live in a very fast paced world that's always changing. And I think people are drawn to those risk takers. People are drawn to businesses that, um, you know, want to try something new that stand out. You need to be able to differentiate yourself. And that brings me to the last point is just be human. You know, we talked a little bit about humanizing. We talked a little bit about building relationships, but ultimately like lean in to whatever it is that makes you different in 2021, because there are so many people out there competing for people's attention. Uh, there's only one you, there's only one you, you may have some similarities of other people, but your background is not exactly like anybody's. So there are going to be aspects of you. Your personality is not exactly like anybody's. So you just need to lean into whatever that is and you will find the people that you are supposed to be in front of helping and doing business with. So hopefully these high level ideas give you guys something to think about as you're building your strategy for 2021. Um, if it's not already built, you may be a little bit behind, but that's okay because really you can jump in and start at, at any point. You know, it's, you don't have to start your goals at the very beginning of the year and end them at the end of the year. You got to go with what works for you. So just this year, these are some things I would focus on. Check out the YouTube channel if you need some help with some of the technical expertise. And, you know, stay tuned because we are going to have some people who have also had hurdles or haven't always been, you know, in the weeds with the social media stuff all along. And they're taking that leap of faith and they're taking that step and they're seeing the success. And so hopefully that'll give you guys some inspiration and encouragement to do the same. And uh, maybe we'll share a few ideas here that'll help spark something in you. And I would love to hear, you know, how it's going, any success stories you have, please share those with us as well. And if you guys are local or you can zoom, maybe we can even have you jump on a podcast or something. So 
uh, just share those success stories with us and best of luck to you guys in 2021. Thank you.